Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the nation's premier community colleges, Northeast. And one of the many reasons why we are considered one of the nation's elite community colleges is our online education. And what a big day we had last Wednesday. Uh, big news conference, great media coverage as OnlineDegrees.com listed us number one in the nation for online math education when it comes to associate degrees, number two in the nation overall for an online education and associate degrees, and the number one higher ed institution in the entire state of Mississippi when it comes to online education. And joining us in this first segment is the director of e-learning here at Northeast, Dr. Kim Harris. And uh, Kim, as always, a pleasure having you on Tiger Talk. Thank you, Will. I'm excited to be here after that big announcement we had last week. It was just an honor to be there to represent e-learning and to tell others about what we've been seeing in the e-learning community of the growth and the success for students and be able to open the doors for those that may be considering getting a degree or getting started back on a degree that they've kind of set on the wayside. Um, just wanted a chance to show you that Northeast is the place to be for online education. Well, there's no question about it. And I, I know there are a lot of folks that are listening to this podcast that Maybe it's not necessarily for them, but they might know of somebody, a neighbor, a family member, someone in Sunday school. And there is hope because there's so many that are thinking, I, I'm just too busy, Kim. I can't, I can't squeeze in education. I've got a job. I've got a family. I mean, life. Uh, but that's where online, that's where that convenience comes into play. And you're not going to find a better place to get an online education. Obviously, OnlineDegrees.com says we're the best in Mississippi when it comes to universities, colleges, whatever, and among the nation's elite. That's right. OnlineDegrees.com allowed us to showcase the types of services and options you have at Northeast. It doesn't tell the whole story. When you come to Northeast, you can expect the quality services and the support services both online and face-to-face. You don't have to rely just on those online services that we have, but we also have great tools such as our success coaches, our counseling center, and other options. We have online writing center as well as a face-to-face writing center, so there's very many options for you. We also have such innovative uh, faculty. They are going beyond and above to continually improve this options you have and the type of interaction you take when you're taking an online course. We're also part of the Mississippi Virtual Community College, which is the 15 community colleges in the state. And that really allows us to diversify our schedule to allow flexibility for you to have different options, and the type of courses you select. And so it's very many opportunities for you to be successful online. No doubt about that. And and you mentioned the faculty. And I, I remember just last Wednesday, not only you talked about it in the news conference, uh, President Ford, uh, as well as Beth Bird, who is the head of our math and uh, science division, uh, because that, that faculty is not, you know, sometimes with online, you know, some, the, maybe the perception is they just mail it in. But that's not the case here with our faculty at Northeast. No, you can expect high engagement when you're taking an online class. You have options. To interact with your faculty, you can come on campus during their office hours or use the communication tools we have online to make sure you have your questions answered. The e-learning office is also here to support you. Um, You're going to expect some hurdles along the way if it's new technology to you, but we have the support services both through our faculty, the e-learning offices, 
and the other offices on campus to support you through that learning so that you can be successful. Um, our faculty jumped to the chance of training opportunities. We've had a grant opportunity recently where the faculty are choosing how they're going to improve their courses based on best practices in instructional design and research. And they're going above those levels of expectation so that you can have a better experience when you come online. Yeah, we're all about student success here at Northeast, and that's why, uh, not to confuse all of our rankings that we received last week from OnlineDegrees.com, but that's why Zipia calls us uh, the premier community college in Mississippi, getting our students prepared for the workforce. We get them in a position to be successful. Well, I know coming up uh, in March, uh, March 9th, in fact, our eight-week short-term uh, online classes will start. Talk a little bit about that and what the advantages are uh, with those eight-week classes. So our eight-week classes are a more condensed timeline, so it's half the amount of a semester. So do expect it to be a more intense as far as expectations because you're doubling up your work. But if you're working full-time and you just want to take one class at a time, the short-term classes are a way to divide your time and focus on one class at a time. So it's great for our adult learners or a stay-at-home mom that may only can work uh, in the late evenings while their children are sleeping or things of that nature. So it does allow you more flexibility to divide up um, your courses. We'll start those again March 9th, uh, and we'll, in April we'll actually release the schedule for summer and fall as well. The uh, Well, you talked about convenience. You talked about flexibility. Um, and, of course, you know those short-term classes, if you're just – it's great for those folks that need just one more class, maybe for graduation even. That's right. It's a perfect opportunity to look at what you have left in your schedule. Graduations in May, and we'll be able to finish you out and let you finish out that degree so you can graduate this semester. All right. Before I let you go, how about if somebody has a question? How, what's the best way they can reach out and see if they uh, want to include Northeast in their equation, which, which obviously we hope they do? So you can call or email us. My email address is kkharris at nemcc.edu. Call me at 662-720-7193. I'll be glad to answer your questions directly. If you just want to get a feel of what it's like to be an online student, we'll be glad to talk you through that experience. That's wonderful. Can't thank you enough for your time, Kim, and congratulations on even more statewide and national recognition. All right. Thank you, Will. I know we just got done talking about national rankings when it comes to our online education, but did you know Northeast currently has four teams ranked in the top 25 of the country as well? Our Scholars Bowl team leads the way with an 11th place ranking by the National Academic Quiz Tournaments and has qualified for the 2020 Community College Championship Tournament in Orlando, Florida later this month. In fact, we'll talk to one of our co-sponsors along with one of our standouts on the team on next week's show. Northeast baseball team, after opening the season 6-0, jumped into this week's NJCAA Division II poll with a number 14 ranking, while the Lady Tigers softball team climbed to 19th in the latest Division II softball poll by the NJCAA. Northeast men's basketball, which just finished undefeated at home during the 1920 season, and has not lost a home game since February 21st of a year ago. They moved up to number 20 in the latest Division I basketball rankings by the NJCAA. 
Applications for the Northeast Mississippi Community College Tiger Den Food Pantry are being accepted from February 3rd through the 23rd of this month. Northeast Tiger Den Food Pantry is open to all Northeast students who need a little help. Pickup is slated for Thursday, February 27th. For more information, email tigerden at nemcc.edu. And finally, the application deadline for the Associate Degree Nursing Program is April 1st, 2020. Applications uh, can be picked up in Childers Hall 103 or online at the Health Sciences webpage of nemcc.edu. The application deadline for the dental hygiene program is April 1st as well. Applications can also be picked up in Childers Hall 103 or online at the Health Sciences webpage of nemcc.edu. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. Our next guest is the head football coach here at Northeast, Greg Davis. As always, Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you, Will. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. So much to talk about. Let's get right into it. Of course, everybody wondering about that signing day class of this year. I know we had it earlier this month, a couple weeks ago. You've had a chance to marinate on it a little bit. Let's let's first of all, let's uh, talk offense. So you address the needs that you needed offensively? Well, first of all, we didn't have to sign a lot of kids. One of the biggest things that uh, we needed was we needed the right kids in a couple of spots. And you know, we graduated seven uh, wide receivers, but, you know, we, we only really signed, I guess you could say, five, one of those being a tight end. So uh, with our current offensive change and philosophy, we're going to look at that guy being a uh, flex Y, uh, wide receiver type position. So uh, we filled the needs there. We also signed two offensive linemen. We had all freshmen last year except for two guys. So, mm. you know, everybody talked about the O-line being, you know, not very good a year ago, but... You know, they get older, uh, they get better. So sure. uh, we only had uh, signed two guys there. Quarterback position is something that everybody's asked a lot of questions about. We're still looking for an out-of-state quarterback. Uh, we do have some young men coming to walk on. But, however, you know, we're looking at the opportunity to sign an out-of-state quarterback. Running backs, we signed two running backs. Uh, we had three on the roster. One of them possibly would be moved to wide receiver full-time. Uh, so we will have potentially four on the roster next year. And so we feel really confident with everybody on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, there's a couple of guys. Uh, Mondrell Boykins out of Rosa Ford, really an explosive football player, a slot receiver. And Gary Banks the second out of Olive Branch is a great running back. But Calvin Jones is the tight end, the young man I was talking about earlier. He's from Corinth, and so he's a good football player. You know, if he if he can't play wide receiver, he'll definitely grow up and be a tight end because he's got a big frame. Then Tam Patterson from Corinth is somebody that we're really excited about having. We offered Tam back in the spring, and he's he's got a lot of ability to be a really good running back in our league. Sounds great. Uh how about defensively? I know we had some bright moments uh, a year ago. Uh, what do you think about uh, the defensive side of things of what you signed that we'll see be, uh, wearing some black and gold this fall? Well, when you look at our defensive side of the ball, the, the two areas of major need was corner and interior defensive line. However, we were, I don't want to say decimated, but we did have to sign quite a few guys on at the linebacker position. But, uh, again, another coaching change, another philosophy change. And uh, Jonathan Webster wants to be more of a uh, three-four hybrid, multiple personnel. So it's going to be a little bit different. So some of these guys are classified as linebackers, but 
Some of them will actually roll down to play defensive end as well in, in our scheme. We didn't have a huge signing class at corner, but Marcus Rule out of Rosa Ford is a dynamic football player. He played quarterback and also defensive back for him. And, man, any time you, you see a football, that dude's going to be around it. He's, he's good. Um, his, te- his teammate, uh, which is probably one of the best probably defensive linemen outside linebackers in the state of Mississippi. No joke. His name was Reginald Hughes. And Reginald is um, a young man that, you know, he could pass rush off the end, but he's so versatile. He could do a lot of different things. And he was in the Bernard Blackwell game, and he is uh, what one high school football coach told me. And he said he's the most dynamic football player he's seen in a long time in the Bernard Blackwell game. So. Wow. Uh, he's got a lot of ability, but there's some other guys, you know, uh, they're, they're really in the interior defensive line. Kyler Carter out of Knox Pater, an explosive kid that's a really good football player. Uh, and, you know, um, I just feel like that our defense got better. Uh, we signed four defensive tackles. We signed at least, if you want to classify them as safety linebackers, we signed about four or five of them, two defensive backs. But, uh, we felt like we got a lot better on the defensive side of the ball. We felt like this is probably one of the best class uh, we ever had. But one of the big guys in the middle, Quintarius Lyman from Greenwood, is a he's a load. Mm. And uh, he is a huge gift for us in our program. So we're excited to ha- about having all these guys. So we're, we're pumped up about it. Yeah. Well, what do you think? And I know, by the way, you did, you're happy with the special teams. I know um, what you got coming in. Why is that, you think? It seems like you just got done saying that it's one of your best classes ever. Uh, people are noticing what's happening in this program, aren't they? Yeah, you know, this is the – we just finished the fifth year, and um, I tell everybody, you know, my first three years as an assistant, we, you know, in that three years we had 13 Division One players, and some of them were SEC-quality players. Uh, since then we've had 36 Division One players in five seasons. Um, Northeast has five players active in the National Football League. And one of them I coach personally, Anthony Rush, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you got Joe Horn, uh, Jr., that's playing in the XFL. So you look at everybody at Northeast, there's six or seven guys playing in in pro football. Um, That's that's a really big-time thing when you talk about where we've come as a program and where Northeast is. And, it, and, yeah, a lot of those guys are defensive linemen. We, we understand that. And they were quality p- football players. Um, but the gap is closed. And, you know, this year we lost four games by, I think, a combined score of 29 points. So mm-hmm. every game we were in, we, we were lacking offensive production. But overall, you know, that was one of the things that people noticed. And the other thing is how high school coaches and how people across the state have recognized how we treat our football players how we do things here in our program, uh, and we try to do it with class. And um, we're, we're a group that's constantly working to get better. And I think that that's the one thing that everybody's seen us over the years grow. And um, I'm excited about this class. I'm, I'm excited about where we can head. We've got 40-some-odd players in spring football right now. So, you know, we're, we didn't have to sign a lot. We sent 23 scholarships out. We got 23 back. There you go. Um, you know, bat of a thousand there. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you can ever think of. Um, you know, we've got a couple of scholarships left uh, for quarterback maybe. Um, and, you know, we got a couple of corner positions that we got to fill, maybe a defense tackle. So uh, we've got to really get out there and start searching for some of those guys. 
Well, you talked about spring practice. That officially starts March 31st, but, you know, rosters are so important. Of course, all of us as fans, we look, we keep track of that roster, especially early on in the year. You almost have to use a roster these days for your staff meetings. I mean, you've got a <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of new coaches. I know you're excited about the new additions you've made to your staff. Well, Jonathan Webster, uh, we were assistants here in 2012 and 13, and I've tried to hire Jonathan twice before, and uh, both times he, he declined. He wanted to stay at Northwest. He thought that they were going to win a national championship those, both of those times, and they had good football teams. But after the departure of Paige Anders, you know, Jonathan said, this is time for me to leave and, and grow as a coach and a defense coordinator. And He's really uh, somebody I've wanted from the beginning. He He's wanted to be – I actually wanted to hire him. He was my number one hire that I've wanted a long time. Mm. And so having him on, on staff is, is really huge. Uh, he's a quality coach. He's a quality man. And he, uh, he wants to work day in and day out tirelessly to make this place better. And that's a huge thing. And, and when I talked to Ricky Ford, uh, the first thing Ricky said is, absolutely, let's go get him. And so, you know, it was kind of one of those things that I think that working with Jonathan, I think it's been a, a, uh, a blessing so far. No doubt about that. Of course, you got a guy, Nick Coleman, new guy leading the offense. Nick is, uh, you know, I've known Nick for years. He, uh, he came in when he was uh, at Faulkner when I was an assistant, and he started recruiting us. But then next thing I know, he got a job at the Indians over there in Fulton. And, uh he was there for three years and had a lot of success, and then he went to uh, Tennessee Tech and then Murray State, and and now he's come over here, and he's an air raid kind of guy, which means that he was so excited when Mike Leach got the job at Mississippi State. I, I thought that, I thought something was wrong in the car. We were driving down almost in Starkville, oh. and next thing I know, he started yelling in the car, and it was Mike Leach. He, he was he was more excited about that than I've ever seen him get. But um, you know he's pumped up about that opportunity. But Nick is bring he brings a lot of uh, knowledge. He is a very good football coach, and he's a guy that's going to be uh, very helpful. And I've already seen that in the recruiting and organization aspect of offense. Man, he's uh, he's good. He's he's really he's really a pleasure to work with. No doubt about that. Of course, I know you got tryouts coming up. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're not Mother done Nature. though. We're not done. Okay, Parrish well, Huddleston. Know, we, we got some other folks. Yes. Parrish Huddleston. That's right. Played here in 2012 and 13. Went to UAB, and he comes back as our defensive line coach, and um, and he he'll do a wonderful job. His mom actually played for Ricky Ford at basketball here. How about that? And so uh, he's a Northeast Tiger through and through. And but uh, Vince Sanders remains here. Cedric Shell remains here. Brendan Bogner uh, is a graduate assistant uh, volunteer coach that's going to be working with our offense, running backs and tight ends. So I'm pumped up. Pumped up, man. You got a good staff. Solid staff, to say the least. Uh, Tryouts March 3rd. I know you're hoping Mother Nature starts agreeing with uh, all of us here in Northeast Mississippi. Uh, Talk a little about uh, some of those, uh, maybe find a, a little diamond in the rough. Yeah, you know, the, the biggest thing about tryouts is an opportunity for to see some guys that maybe you didn't get to evaluate uh, during the year with our goofy rules. Um, the other thing is you got to look at some guys um, and because they're better in person than what they really show on film. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they, they have that opportunity. But at the end of the day, man, you know, it's an opportunity to get – hopefully we can get out of monsoon season. Yes. You know, uh, Swamp Tiger Stadium. Yeah. 
Um, you know, somebody – we keep getting all these text messages and tweets and once tryouts, hey, as soon as the field dries out good enough for us to go out there, it's hard to run a thoroughbred in a Kentucky Derby in mud. Can't do it. And so at the end of the day – you know, when the field dries out, you know, we really can't use that field for about six months out of the year uh, because it's underwater. <laughs> yeah. So so it's a great opportunity for us to, you know, right now schedule March 3rd is hopefully a, a day once monsoon season stops. That sounds good. I know our time is time to wrap it up. I just – Folks, mark down the date of May 8th at the golf tournament. Always a pleasure. Oh, a lot of fun that May day. May 8th, man. And uh, May 8th will be that uh, day for this year's event. We'll have you on, Greg, before uh, that event to uh, to talk about that and maybe wrap up spring practice. Can't thank you enough for your time. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. I know it's been an extremely busy week so far here at Northeast. What's coming up the rest of the week? Well, tomorrow on Wednesday the 19th, Northeast Mississippi Community College's Counseling Center will continue its success workshops in Wright Hall with our licensed professional counselor, Kristen Wesson, leading the workshops focusing on suicide awareness at 12.10 p.m. Northeast Softball does not get any rest after hosting the annual Tiger Fest Softball Tournament, which went extremely well over the weekend and two days of high school classic softball games as the Lady Tigers step back onto the diamond for a meeting with Calhoun Community College. First pitch is set for 1 p.m. On Thursday, after completing its 2019-20 home schedule on Monday night, the 17th, with a sweep of Mississippi Delta, Northeast women and men will be wrapping up the regular season with a trip to Scuba. Tip-off for the women's game, 5.30 Thursday night with a men's matchup to follow, and that is a biggie to decide who wins the North Division this year. If you can't make it to Scuba, you can watch the game live on the Black Channel of NEMCCTV.com. On Friday, Northeast softball team takes part in the Rush Invitational in Meridian. The Lady Tigers will take on Trinity Valley, San Jacinto College South, and then Bossier Parish during the one-day appearance in the annual tournament hosted by Meridian Community College. Northeast battles Trinity Valley at 1 p.m., San Jacinto at 3. Both those teams are ranked among the nation's elite in Division I softball, and Bossier Parish and Northeast will battle at 7 p.m. Now, while the softball team is away from the NEMCC baseball softball complex, the Northeast baseball team welcomes Kaskaskia and Calhoun back to the City of Hospitality for another round-robin affair. Northeast takes on Calhoun at 11 a.m. and Kaskaskia at 4 p.m. Then on Saturday, after a one-day absence from the NEMCC Baseball Softball Complex, the Northeast Softball Team returns home to host its third day of high school games this week. And while high school teams take over the softball side of the Plex, the Northeast Baseball Team will host its third-round Robin series of the young season as Kaskaskia returns for a fifth game against the Tigers at 11 a.m. and then will play Southwest Tennessee at 4. That's set for Saturday afternoon. And that will do it for this week's show. Special thanks to Michael Miller for all he does each week to get this show on the air. So for Dr. Kim Harris and Greg Davis, I'm Will Colmeyer saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.